Okie doke. I got my, my water bottle. Got me some iced tea. Tasty. I got everything. Except the brand eye. Let's go. Yeah. Bing bong boom. Bing bing bonk. Hi. What's up? Nothing. What's up with you? Just enjoying a glass of delicious iced tea. I'm having some water myself. Mm. Gotta stay hydrated. Gotta. Hey, right off the bat. Big iced tea guy these days. Really? Sweet or unsweet? Unsweet. Okay. So hear me out. Let me let me give you my my uh my process. Okay. So after I went to Africa, and so you didn't know this, they're like big on this tea called Rubois. Rub Rubois. Oh yeah. Rubois. You want some Rubois tea? Brew. Brew. You want some Rubois Rubois tea? Anyways, it's no caffeine. It's like super high in antioxidants. Very popular. You can get it at your local routes or whatever. But I bought a bunch when I was in Africa because I was like, I'm never going to be able to find Robos tea. But you can totally find it in America. So here's my process. I boil a pot of Robos. Okay? Got it. Then I, uh -huh. then I let it cool down. Okay? Okay. Then I put it in a cool jar, if you will. Like cool, like rad or cool, like temperature? Oh, like rad. Oh, okay. Something that you'd find like at a... At a an apothecary would have, you know, like an old, mm -hmm. it's like a, I don't know, someone sent us these cool old jars and I put it in there and it looks cool. Okay. And then I take some stevia. Ooh. So I use stevia in my coffee. I hate stevia. Well, it's, it's no calorie sugar. It's the best. It tastes fake. Okay, whatever. It tastes like, it makes, <clears throat> makes things sweeter. So anyways, I throw, I throw about three to four drops of that in my Robus uh, tea. Then I get a fresh lemon. Because here in California, here's the thing. Cal in Los Angeles, everyone's got a freaking lemon tree everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so every, you, I go on my runs, and everyone's got a box outside their house that says free lemons. So I always oh. take a couple lemons for myself because they're free. It's, we're like a community garden here in Los Angeles. So I take a couple of those. So I squeeze some of that fresh lemon juice in there. Then I put it in my cool jar. Then I put it in the refrigerator. And then I've got myself some low-calorie, high-antioxidants Robois tea. Wow. And I got to tell you, it's delicious. It's impressive. I've been doing it more because I told you I was going to try to stop drinking, you know? Mm-hmm. How's think that going for you? It's going pretty good. I, I've definitely cut down a lot. The problem is, is that I play golf, and I like to drink when I play golf because it's like mm -hmm. that's the whole fun of it. It's like the sport you can get drunk and no one judges you, you know? <laughs> so it's been kind of hard to not drink or play golf. But here's the thing. I think that I, it's not that I am an alcoholic or like I need to be drunk. I think at night, I can't just drink water all day. It's like boring to me. Mm -hmm. And so like, <laughs> ooh, a White Claw or a glass of wine or like, you know, an old fashioned or something. It's like, ooh, this is exciting. This is something different. And I tell you what, I realized, it, I think I just like different tastes and that's what this tea is doing for me. What about a LaCroix? Yeah, I was a LaCroix boy for the longest time. So now it's not doing it for you? Well, Remember, I, then I got a soda stream. I was a soda stream guy. Hated that. And I was like making my own little LaCroix, basically, with, right. uh, making different concoctions. I still do every once in a while, but tea just hits different, bro. Okay. Love that. Thanks. What about you? What's going on with you? Well, I got to tell you. Tell me. My laptop is on its last life. Mm. Like, it is struggling. I'm sorry. Oh, I think it's time for a new one, which I dread. Why? It's always fun to get a new computer. Well, number one, they're freaking outrageous. And number two, 
it's just like all the stuff on this computer, I'm not going to go put it on the new computer because the whole point of getting the new computer is that it's like it has so much memory. It's going to run so fast because nothing's on it. Right. But then it's like, so what? This computer's just going to sit in a closet for years and like store all this stuff that I have on it. I don't know. It's just a lot. Why don't you transfer all the stuff from the old computer to the new computer? To a hard drive. Oh, because then it's going to run slow because it's got so much shit on it. And the whole point of getting a new one is so that it runs fast and isn't cluttered with shit. Why don't you put all the, some of the shit I need? But, you know, what's on your computer that's taking up so much space? Well, a lot of it's music. And I did the thing where I bought this and I was like, this is going to be my DJ computer. Music yeah. only. No, no, I've used it for absolutely everything. Big mistake. So now I'm going to do it again. I'm going to a new computer. I'm going to be like, this one is just for DJing, but I'm, it's new. So I'm going to want to use it for everything. And I'm going to get it full of shit all over again. It's just like vicious cycle I have going on. Why don't you just have an external hard drive for all your music? I can. It just, my program runs nicer when it's all on the computer. I don't know why. Okay. This is what you need to do. You need to go buy two computers. You need to buy. I can't afford two computers. Yeah, you can. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, you can. Mm -mm. We're definitely not buying two. But I'm wondering, maybe I'll take this one to like one of those wannabe Apple stores, mm -hmm. you know, and be like, hey, can you guys put everything on a hard drive that's not music? Yeah. On this computer. And this computer can maybe be my music computer and yeah. just take all the other shit off of it. There you go. And then the new one can be the life computer. Yeah. Is that a good plan? I like, I like that plan. <sighs> Technology is so hard. It is hard, but we'll get through. Also, so you know how I would call it a conspiracy, but it's not. It's true. You know how when Apple's coming out with a new phone, yeah. they like bug all the old ones to yeah. be terrible so that you'll go buy the new one? Yeah. You know what they for sure do? What's they that? for sure put a bug in these iPhones that make your camera like not, not as great, like kind of blurry. Because all of a sudden, my phone's taking shitty photos. Yeah. And Kat was like, mine too. Like, everything's blurry. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are they bugging our freaking phones to take shitty photos so that we'll be like, I, I want the new phone because it takes better photos. But, like, in reality, it probably doesn't take better photos. They probably just made our iPhone 12 take shit, shit photos so we'll go buy the new iPhone. Also, are they just going to keep making new iPhones and calling them numbers until one day we're like, oh, the iPhone 64 came out. I guess I'm going to go get that. Oh, the iPhone 82 is out. I want that one. Like, is that what's going to happen? I'm excited for iPhone 69. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I wonder if they'll skip it because they'll be like, oh, that's about sex. Or they'll lean into it and have it be pink. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I wonder if they'll do an iPhone 13 because 13 is unlucky. Is that the next one? Or maybe they're on 13. Are they on 13? I don't even fucking know. I think they are. I think 13 is the latest one. I don't know. Everyone around me has got the up. new one. Sarah's got the new one. My brother got the new one. I still got I the old, I've still got the old one, and I'm gonna ride this one to the end. Uh, I'm trying, but like I need my photos to be banging diamond status. I know, man. I know. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've taken a break from social media. I have too, and I'm in so much trouble for it. Why? My management team is like, "Hello, hi. You need to post more, or you're gonna be out of a job." Yeah, <laughs> I know. I just needed. I needed. I, I needed a break. Sarah <sighs> left. Know. You know, I was like, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna chill. I'm going to focus on my robust tea. Maybe I'll start a robust tea company. <laughs> Why not? There's no rule that says I can't. No, there's not. Dude, we got to talk about the Bachelor Women Tell All. <laughs> Dude. What a dumpster fire. So good. Uh, let's start the show. You or me. Thank you. Bros and hoes. Sit back and enjoy a delicious iced tea from South Africa called the Robos. 
You're listening to Your Favorite Thing Podcast with Wells and Brandy. Bing, bang, boom, bang. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Dude. Dude. So everyone knows we only watched the women till all we didn't watch with the episode last night because Yeah, I didn't realize there were two episodes this week. I didn't either and they sent us both and we both didn't have time to watch the second one and I don't I think that we can just devote this episode on the women tell all to be honest with you. I don't think we need to know. Ugh, there's a lot to unpack on this women tell all. It was so wonderful. It was the best it was the <laughs> best the best women tell all in the history of women tell alls. Here's a question. Yeah. Is there anyone out there refereeing how much the girls can just sit, sit there and scream over each other? Yeah. His name's Jesse Palmer. Uh, he's the he, only one because he's not uh, he's not doing a good job. <laughs> I mean, that was the funniest thing. I even I texted one of my buddies who's an EP on the show and I was like, there's nothing funnier than Jesse tr not being able to wrangle these women while they squawk at each other. It's insane. But I, also, like, poor Jesse. Felt so bad for him. I wouldn't want to have to wrangle that either. I know. They should have given him, given him like, an old-fashioned car horn, like, yeah. you know? A whistle. A whistle. A whistle would have been so funny. <sighs> that right. was so freaking funny that he had, he had no control over that. Zero. Did it annoy you that they did that? I mean, to an extent, because it's like, guys, this is a live show or whatever. Like, you only have so much time. Mm -hmm. And you're going to waste, like, precious airtime minutes just screaming over each other and no one knows what you're saying. And it's just like a waste, you know? Yeah. That's what I hate about it. Those women were mad. I think they have every right to be mad. They're mad at everyone. I know. <laughs> They're mad at Shanae. They're mad at Clayton. No one liked anybody there. The only yeah. person that liked anybody was Clayton liked Jesse. That's what I found out in the end. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was the, that was the only time anyone said anything nice about anybody else. I know. Well, and that one girl whose name I don't know was like making her pitch for Clayton round two there at the end. Yeah, which is a little <laughs> annoying to me because it's like, okay, so did you kind of spoil that for us? You wouldn't do that if you thought he was engaged, right? Well, and then at the very, very end, Teddy says... You know, I'm in a unique position and I know things. Yeah. And I just really hope you're okay. Yeah. So yeah, shit hit the fan. He's alone for sure. He's definitely alone. Has to be alone. We'll start with Shanae. You know who deserves each other? You know who should get together? Who? Shanae mm -hmm. and Shake. Oh, yeah. 
100%. From love is blind. 100%. They, they both can gaslight each other. Beautiful. Yeah. And right? I, you know what? I think that Shanae's hot enough for Shake. <laughs> I know. Me too. She's definitely the right size and weight, I think, probably for him, for his standards. Yeah. We're going to get yeah. into Love is Blind because we. this is just the tell-all episode. This I is, know, really. This is the tell-all episode on YFT. To Shanae, she is so great. I love her. <laughs> I love her. I know everyone's going to hate me for that. She is fucking so entertaining. She is entertaining. Now, she's horrible. Yes. <laughs> but that doesn't change the fact that she is amazingly entertaining. And you know what? This is also going to be a hot take. Same with Shake. He is so fucking entertaining. He is the worst human I've ever seen. But he's so entertaining. Like, I'm Can just they sitting... bring him to paradise to <laughs> oh, hook up with Shanae? God, it would be the best. But like, the whole... I just like what I loved about Shanae. <laughs> I love her like fuck it I'm doubling down mentality <laughs> oh yeah she goes she's like I am going to the grave yeah. with this I will not budge oh god it's like this blatant hypocrisy just blatant <laughs> projection of her own insecurities <laughs> on everybody else <laughs> constantly being caught in multiple lies about her <laughs> lies about lying and still she's like, fuck you, bitches. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I've weirdly been like, yeah. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Stick it to your guns. Oh, my God. That was not my reaction at all. But I'm glad that she can entertain you. At least there's one good thing to come out of it, I guess. So you hate her? I can't stand her. Yeah. People that lie... I just can't. Yeah. It's just a big one for me. I can't stand lying. And I also like to me, there is nothing, nothing more unattractive than someone that's so prideful that they can't admit when they're caught in something. Yeah. I just can't stand that. It's so unattractive. You need to be humble in this world and you need to have contrition. And she has neither of those things. <laughs> neither. <laughs> Her delusion is beautiful. There was a lot of people being angry about the lies and mm -hmm. like this, like Sarah. I know. Did you, did, did he cry? Didn't he cry? Did he cry? Did he, who, I was like, I don't give a fuck. What does this matter? Even Jesse was like, so we just got to know, did you cry or not? And he's like, I did not cry. He's like, all right, from the horse's mouth, <laughs> which was fucking hilarious because he looks like a horse. But <laughs> why is this the thing? Like this is this one moment of did he cry or didn't he cry which is like this big thing i feel like there's so much more to that story but like all we're getting is this cry narrative i know but i kind of wish they had given her a second to like answer that because all she did was roll her eyes and then like that was just it yeah but i kind of wanted to see like if she would have had the balls to like rise above it how where shanae did not and be like okay yeah i fucking lied he didn't cry yeah you know like you just, when someone's lying, yeah. you just want to hear them admit it. Yeah, but no one ever does. But you just want to so bad. Yeah, I know. I'm, I don't so know. So bad. I don't know if in the history of the world ever anyone's ever admitted to lying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if I'm like caught red fucking handed and yeah. someone's like throwing proof in my face, <laughs> I, I would break down in tears and be like, okay, I'm sorry, lie, whatever. Like yeah. these people are not no. doing that. No, I can't. I just can't wait for paradise, man. It's going to be so good. So good. So good. It's going to be so much better. I agree. I did love the when the girl was, I was getting some good dick, you know? Oh, Listen, my God. You know, sometimes you get some good dick. All Cassidy. Right. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, she really wouldn't get off her high horse either and ever admit that she had done anything wrong. Yeah. A lot of the girls were dressed like so great. Like chef's kiss. I think Marlena was the one in the like neon green suit. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm pretty sure Genevieve and Sarah were wearing the exact same dress in different colors. Did you notice that? No, because I'm a boy. Tip- typical dude. Wouldn't yeah. even notice. Um, it, I, it had to be the exact same dress. Well, it wasn't the exact same because they're different colors. So Okay, but the same. There you go. I feel like Sierra was kind of the star. I mean, the not the star. I guess that was Shanae. The hero of the women tell all. Yeah. Is that, is that a good way to put it? They're all I mean, heroes. She was just calling people out and their shit left and right. She, she I was, loved it. Suffered no fools. She was great. I do not remember a women tell all or a men tell all where everyone visibly hated the lead. Be a man and you stand up for what you believe in and da 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 da. And he just had to take it on that giant chin of his. It was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> Jeez. It was amazing. Never seen anything like that before. Yeah, I Dude, know. When I went to my men tell all, we gave JoJo a standing ovation. <laughs> Fucking she deserved it. Times have changed, man. <laughs> the times have changed. They're out there fucking squawking at each other and being like, fuck you. <laughs> oh and they God. all had someone to hate. They all had Shanae. Like, we had Chad, you know? We had, like, one person oh, yeah. we could focus on. I thought that, you know, they would all be united against just Shanae and being able to be like, you know, but this guy's a good guy. But they were all like, fuck this guy, which is just... Mwah. Although, I kind of wonder... When the situation is reversed and it's the bachelorette. Yeah. A group of men wouldn't sit there and attack a woman like that, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, of course. Because they would get slaughtered for yeah, that. Yeah, of course. <sighs> double standard. Which, so, which is, yeah, is it, uh, it's an interesting double standard. Double standard. It's so tough being a what I assume to be a very good-looking white male these days. That was yeah, a, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know anything about that? No. Well— Everything but the good-looking part. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah, thanks. Anything else really pop up to us? I don't think so. Yeah. It was a great women tell all, but there wasn't like— It was. I don't know. It was just, it was like, just, it was just I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. Jesse did a good job. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I just feel like so much time was wasted just with the bickering. Yeah. That never really got anywhere. Yeah. It got a little annoying. If you want to, like, get somebody, you got to, like, let some people just talk and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but whatever. All right. So is that enough batch? I think so. Okay. I mean, next week, obviously, we'll we'll know all, right? I guess. I don't know. I don't know the timeline anymore. Okay. Then let's switch over to the other amazing tell-all, which was the amazing. love is blind tell-all. Initial thoughts. Shake is such an asshole. He's the worst human I've ever experienced, I think. And it's the same thing with Shanae where it's like, I can't tell if you're really that unself-aware or if you're just such a fucking dick that you are aware and you just don't care. Yeah. Can't decide. There were a couple times where I was very interested in how Vanessa and Nick were handling Shake. Mm-hmm. Well, also, Vanessa was running the whole show. For sure. Loved that. Yeah. So there's this one moment when they're talking about why Shayna went and talked to Shane before he got engaged, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of fu- kind of threw a, a wrench in the gears. And Shake says something that's very interesting. He goes, now we haven't talked about why did that happen? Why did that happen? Anyone want to talk about why that happened? The subtext is a producer made that happen. This is fake. A producer made that happen and you guys are upset about something that a producer made happen. 
And you can tell Vanessa freaks out and immediately tries to change, change the subject because she doesn't want to like expose kind of the, the bullshittery of the whole thing. Right. Where, where I'm like, Vanessa, you can cut that part. It's okay. You know, you can let it go. In that respect, Shake is keeping it 100. He's like exposing the show for some of its bullshit. Mm -hmm. And there were some things that he said that I was like, I understand what he's saying when he was like, let's be fair. Some people wanted to stay on the show because they wanted to stay on the show a little longer. 100% true. You know it's 100% true. Okay? I mean, I've done enough reality shows. There's a bunch of people there that are fucking <laughs> want to be there for screen time. Okay? He's not lying right. about that. Now, Was he one of those people? 100%. For sure. Seemed like it. He was. Maybe he's just talking about himself. <laughs> <laughs> but there was some things that he said that I was like, I was like, I know what he's doing. It seemed like he was just constantly trying to figure out a way to like clean up his image. But he ended up mm -hmm. kept, kept on like digging himself deeper and deeper into this shithole that he had created. And I was like, if you wanted to clean up your image, then stop being the guy that everyone thinks you already are, which is like this egotistical you know, but that's just what asshole. he is, and there ain't no hiding it. I know. There such, ain't no covering that up. Dude, he's such a piece of shit. Everyone hated him. I felt really bad for Shane just because she had to sit next to him. Me too. Because <laughs> you can tell Shane hates, oh, hates him. him. And I was going kind of Shane's huge. I wanted him to fucking break him Me in half. Me too. <laughs> And you know what? Uh, on the topic of Shane, I felt bad for Shane. I felt like it it really looked like it was this whole experience was really was really taxing on him and painful. And mm -hmm. and I think that in his mind, he thinks he's the bad guy. I think Natalie has kind of made him feel that way. And here's my hot take on Shane and Natalie. OK, don't get me wrong. And I can't even remember what the exact words were. What was the thing he said to her the night before their wedding that was the reason she called it off? It was something terrible like, I hate you. Yeah. And, you know, you're the worst thing for me or something like that. Okay, yeah. Whatever that was that was said, I'm not trying to take away from the fact that he should have never said that. That's a terrible thing to say to anyone, much less someone you're, you love and you're about to marry. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with all of that. And she has every right to be upset about that. For sure. However... When you look back at the their relationship as a whole, there were many times where she would say things to deliberately like tear him down. Yeah. Like kind of mean things like about the way he looks or about, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there was a time they were sitting in Mexico and like he was trying to like get her to say something nice about him. Mm -hmm. And all she would do was say mean things. And I'm sorry, like a, a man can only take so much of that. They have obviously their egos are so big, like they need you to tell them nice things and you can only tear someone down so much and like for me during this tell-all like you could really see how much those things hurt him and I think all he really wanted in that moment was for her to acknowledge that she had hurt him yeah. so that he could have felt like you know it wasn't just the one thing he said that that fucked everything up in their relationship because that's not true there yeah. was a lot more to it and I'm not excusing what he said but he was obviously pushed to that by being so hurt by things she's been saying this whole time. That's all I'm going to say about the Shane and Natalie thing. Yeah, I was surprised that they even did a montage like showing all the times that she kind of cut him down. And mm -hmm. she even did it to her dad, which is kind of interesting. So it's obviously that kind of a personality trait of hers or it's like the way mm -hmm. that she is being playful or whatnot. But if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody and someone's like, I kind of need positive affirmation about mm -hmm. myself, then you need to, you do that or you don't. Mm -hmm. Weirdly enough, I'm like, 
I'm team Shane on this. I am too. He seemed like such a sweet guy. And like, we all made the, the jokes that like, he, you know, he looked like Gary Busey's son or something like that. And, you know, they never blinked and all that kind of stuff. All the jokes aside, he seemed like a sweet guy who got fucked up one night. And you know what? Sometimes sober man's thoughts are a drunk man's well, words. Yeah. I also think it's the classic, you know, hurt people, hurt people thing. Yeah. And it's like clearly like he'd just really been hurt by the things she said and then said something hurtful. Yeah. In a moment of weakness. Yeah. Um, so. And then, okay, so then it was also weird because the one guy who was dating the one girl then was like, I wish I had spent more time with Deep D because I am in love with her. And it's like, okay, so are you guys oh. together? Like, what's happening? I'm so uh, confused. The guy that proposed to Shayna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Said that. Yeah, and I was like, okay. Yeah, that was weird. So, so, so you guys together? I'm. What? Wh why did? What's happening? What? <laughs> Curveball. Yeah, that one came out of left field for sure. That was like when that girl uh, told Clayton, "Hey, if you're not engaged, uh, we can still get together." It's like, <laughs> what? What's happening here? I know. I mean, I'm kind of here for it. Me too. Going back to Shake. Everyone hated him so. Much. Every time he talked, everyone was like, "God, don't fucking talk. Oh, don't fucking yeah. talk." <laughs> like even Nick and Vanessa, you know. <laughs> I mean, Even when, the host. when he was like, sorry, the only person I'm attracted to here is Vanessa. I was just like, what the hell? man, you can't write this shit. You can't write it. It's too good. The insane part of it is he's that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not just saying that <laughs> for shock value. I think he meant it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did you see that he like went on uh, Instagram and and called Nick Lachey a twat for that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. God, it's the he's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I'm telling you, him and Shanae. Give him a show. Give him a show. Just make them live together. I would watch that. <laughs> Just gaslight each other <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> so good. So good. I did feel bad for Deep D, but Deep D didn't say anything. She kind of let her friends fight for her, which is which a, i kind of think was smart yeah you know she's watching that show back thinking thank god i made the decision that i did and you know didn't marry the guy or whatever you can't watch that and not say like he came out looking like such a dick and she came out everyone just you know knows she's just like so great and so wonderful and like th there's nothing bad you can say about her you know yeah so if i were her too i would have sat there and been like well i'm definitely not gonna like Put myself in a position where anyone can say anything bad about me because right now, like, he just looks like a piece of shit and yeah. I look like a little angel. What was your favorite tell all? Was it Bachelor or was it uh, too hot? To, no, sorry, what is it called? Uh, love, love is, is blind. blind. Honestly, like, I think maybe the Love is Blind one was better. I kind of agree with you. It was so good. I mean, sh shake. Yeah. Two of the best villains we've had in reality TV happening at the same time. Yeah. Gotta love it. We deserve this, all right? It's been two years of shit. We got That's true. fucking World War III's happening. God yep. was like, listen, we got to give them some. Well, let's give it, <laughs> Let's give them these two garbage bags. Perfect. Thank you. Oh, I right. really want Shake to come to Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> I do too. I want to see him with his shirt off next to all the guys from the Bachelor world and be Seriously. like, this is why you don't get to be real picky about your girls, bud. Because mm -hmm. you're hairy and you're out of shape. <laughs> and for the YFTers out there that haven't been watching those shows, I feel bad because that was just a lot of... Honestly, though, even if you haven't been watching those shows, you should go watch the reunion shows because yeah. they're fire. Just go, yeah, just go watch those. Yeah.
you don't even need to have watched the season to find enjoyment in it. Yeah. Okay. You got some fave things, bro? Bro. Bro. Have you started hmm. The Dropout on Hulu? No. Is it great? It is phenomenal. Like, they put out three episodes, like, right away. And now, of course, like, we have to freaking wait until, I don't know, I guess they're going to put one out a week. I don't know. Now I'm mad because I want, I'd love to just binge it. Classic. Always wanted to binge it. Oh, this is the uh, one with Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried, yeah. She is phenomenal. I'm obsessed with her. I love everything she's ever done. So, like, she was honestly the biggest draw for me to watch this. Is this the girl that said she had a way of testing your blood to be able to give you a pill or something that would save your life and it was all fake? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I remember this is a big podcast. This is the tag. A TV series that chronicles Theranos? It's a yeah, Ther that's what she calls it. Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes attempt to revolutionize the healthcare industry after dropping out of college and starting a technology company. The Dropout on Hulu. It's so funny because it's kind of similar to Inventing Anna. It's like these mm -hmm. these white women who <laughs> are conning these people. Absolutely. Okay. I can totally see that similarity. <laughs> Amanda Seyfried just does such a good job playing this girl. Um, but basically, like, this young girl is a genius. Like, she really is so smart. Gets into Stanford. You know, her parents obviously know that she's very smart. But um, – but in the first couple episodes, you kind of see that even though she's a genius, like she has no social skills, right? In school, all she cares about is studying and grades, doesn't have any real friends, like doesn't participate in extracurricular activities, total like nerd in a sense, but so smart. This is a perfect like example of why grades are not all that matter in school, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you can be smart, but like if you don't, if you're not well-rounded enough to have like the people skills and to do the extracurriculars and get along with other people and like learn like all those things in school, like you turn out to be a monster. You know what I mean? Which is so sad because I really do think she probably could have changed the world, but she just was so in over her head. And I don't know. It was just crazy. But yeah, basically like she, before she starts college, like she's already decided like, I want to change the world. I want to be a billionaire. I want to run my own company. I want to be the next Steve Jobs is what this girl's saying. And so she goes to Stanford and weasels her way into this like graduate program as a freshman and like all these things and just starts to like, I think unintentionally manipulate all of these people these adults that should should have known better and should should have not let a child manipulate them you know yeah and it is similar to inventing anna where only this is real life well i guess inventing anna was too where like it's these like these businessmen that she, like really should just be smarter than this you know mm -hmm. um and it is just crazy to watch and i've only seen three episodes and i think it's phenomenal all right giving it a ding you gotta watch it have you seen the girl before no, this isn't a new show, though, is it? It is. Oh. It's on HBO Max, and it is fantastic. This is the tag. A woman falls for an architect and gets an eerie premonition about his house when she finds out that another woman died there, the girl before. Okay, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but this is kind of the gist of it. It's about these two women, two women who live in this in the same house. And one is happening in the present time, and then one is happening in the past. This house is amazing. Got all the bells and whistles. It's absolutely beautifully designed. It's extremely cheap, but no one's lived in there for three years because the architect has to approve 
who moves in and he's got like a bunch of kind of weird rules. You can't put your own art up because this is an art installation in itself and you only get one closet and you can't leave clutter out and all this stuff. It's kind of all these weird rules. That's why it's kind of cheaper because you have to like kind of live by these rules, but the house is absolutely amazing. And then you start to realize that the architect, very weird guy, and then you notice that the women both look very similar and it starts to get creepy. And uh, I'm only like two episodes in, but the girl before on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. It's good. All right. And it's only, what is it, only four episodes or something? Yeah, there's only four episodes. I'm only like two episodes in, so. Mm-hmm. Had me at the first half, first one. Have you seen, I haven't started it, but I, I think I'm going to. Have you seen the new... Apple TV show with Jamie Dornan or whatever his name no, is. No, but Sarah was telling me about it. It looks awesome. Do we think it's going to be good? I mean, I'm not sure if Jamie Dornan's doing bad stuff these days. Really? I mean, is he, he's not doing great stuff, though, is he? I mean, I don't know. I think he's a pretty good actor. Uh, I watched the preview. I think it's worth a shot. I'm not going to get my hopes up because I think it could go either way, but I was curious if you'd started it. I haven't, but it's on my list. The show's called The Tourist. I think it's actually it's on HBO Max. Oh, is it? Yeah. The tag is, when a man wakes up in the Australian outback with no memory, he must use the few clues he has to discover his identity before his past catches up with him, the tourist, on HBO Max. It's, it's got a little bit of like a memento vibe. Yeah, it does. I think what I hate about it is the, the title. I think like they could have done better with the title, but that's just me. <laughs> real nit, real nitpicky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So my mom said something recently. So like, I think, I, I think all the way I have tears probably. No, I've said a million times. So my mom is a production company, right? Like she's in the business of, you know, TV development, some movies too, but like comes up with ideas and she's got all these shows in development all the time. She's got a whole team of people she works with, whatever. And recently we were talking about one of her projects and She's been working on this for years. It's it's a really great idea. I really hope it it sees the light of day and that you guys get to watch it someday because it's a great concept. And we she's had this title for it for a long time. And recently, somebody whose like opinion is very well respected was like, I hate the title. Great concept, hate the title. And she, we were all like, What? Like this has been the title for years. And he and his reason was he said the title of the show should tell me exactly what the show's about, and this one doesn't. Mm. Smart. And when I thought about that, I was like, damn, like that's a good point. But yeah, so now I think about that when I see previews for shows or like new shows out and I really think more about the title now than I did before because of what he said. So I agree with that. There's a documentary on Netflix right now that, okay, I think you like this title. It's called The Worst Roommate Ever. <laughs> see, that tells me exactly what that show's about. Yeah. So it's a documentary about, well, people who are terrible roommates. Here's the tag. Four harrowing tales of seemingly harmless roommates turning into real-life nightmares for their unsuspecting victims when their malevolent and sometimes violent intentions are revealed. So the first episode is about this little old lady who has these homeless people come and live in her basement, and she, like, feeds them and fucking, like, gets them on their feet. And then starts fucking killing them. It's like, what? what? This little crazy old lady is just murdering people. They need to find out that like, she's like, was a hooker. And then she also was a madam with a brothel and had been in prison. And you're like, this little old lady 
over here in the motorized cart. Oh, fucking A. It's the worst roommate ever. Great stuff. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Go check it out. Yeah, Netflix. It is a Netflix show. Yeah. I finally started How I Met Your Father. Oh, yeah. The Hulu show that Hillary Duff is in. I knew I'd love it. I love it. It's just such an easy watch. Quick 30-minute sitcom episodes. Honestly, great cast. Like, I love Hillary. And then her roommate and best friend on the show is, do you remember? I don't know if you ever watched Secret, uh, was it Secret Life, the American Teenager? Francia no. Raiso was in. She plays her roommate, and she's phenomenal. She's freaking hilarious. Uh, Kim Cattrall is in it. She plays older Hillary Duff, you know, like she's the one narrating the story. Josh Peck is in it, and also Chris Lowell, who was just in Inventing Anna. Um, it's just such a good cast. It's very funny, very cute, easy watch. I mean, if you love Hillary Duff and you love sitcoms, then it's a shoe-in for you. Speaking of amazing casts, I can now finally talk about it, why... Sarah has no longer been showing up on my Instagram feed. We can finally announce she is going to be on a new TV show with her old modern family boyfriend, Adam Devine. <laughs> They're making Pitch Perfect into a TV series, and it's all predicated around Bumper, which is Adam Devine's character from Pitch Perfect, who goes to Berlin for whatever reason. Flula's in it. The cast is Freaking ridiculous. Here's something that like is very interesting to me. There was a huge movement for Sarah Haley Dumphy to end up with Andy, Adam Devine's character on Modern Family. Everyone mm -hmm. wanted that. That was what everyone was rooting for. And then when mm -hmm. that didn't happen, I got to see it firsthand. Sarah would be like, look at my phone. Look what's happening. Like people are fucking losing their mind that I'm ending up with Dylan and not with Andy. That's so funny. It still happens. People still talk about how Haley should have been with Andy. Haley should have been with Andy. Haley should have been with Andy. And then this opportunity came up. First of all, you get to sing and dance, which is like what you fucking love to do. Yeah, it's perfect and, for her. And you get to go do the show with the guy that everyone wanted you to end up with on uh -huh. your old show. I was like, you have to go do this. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> we need to put this into the universe. You guys need to be the next Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan and just go make a million rom-coms together. Yeah. And you're like, and I'll take my 5%. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll come visit. <laughs> yeah, be Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Totally. Go do it. Make that happen. Do fucking five of those films in your lifetime and you're set. And by your set, you mean we're set. And I get to live in a castle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll raise the kids. Oh, God. Anyways, I'm really excited for that. But it's also a bummer because she's gone for like a long time. I know. But your boy is going to go over and visit her Ooh. at some point. But in also, Europe? That's the thing. It's in Berlin. Very close to Ukraine and Russia. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You'll be fine. I'm going to come. But I was like, eh, a little close. But I was like, eh. <laughs> I don't know if Russia's going to fuck with Germany, so I think that's probably pretty good. I think you're fine. <laughs> no one wants to fuck with Germans. They're a little unhinged. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, I'll come. But then maybe we can go to Spain. <laughs> can we, uh -huh. Portugal, can we go the farthest west possible over there? Um, well, that's exciting. And then, I mean, hopefully soon you're going to be uh, down in Mexico working yourself. Yeah. Or maybe doing something different. Who knows? Or maybe doing something different. Who knows what you're, what's going to happen? Who knows what's happening in the world? You know, the last time I filmed the TV show was right before the end of the year on Best in Doe. And I'm feeling very like, oh, I got to go do something. I got to do something. I got to do something. Like, obviously, I do this every week. And there are other things that I work on. But I get very antsy when I'm not working. But 
I can't go work right now because she's gone. Like, you know, like right. if she goes, then I can't work and it's vice versa. When I go, she has to stay home, you know? So the dogs or what? Yeah. Someone's got to take care of the dogs. I mean, I guess we could have yeah. someone live here, but that would be very That's sad for I the do. dogs. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Cause I always thought that, you know, if I, if I slap Sarah on the booty, she uh-huh. likes, she likes it, you know, like, Hey, you know, uh-huh. like kind of, kind of turns her on, you know? Uh-huh. And I asked her, is that, is that true? And um, it was a it was a flat out no. This doesn't turn me on at all, <laughs> at all. She's like, actually, sometimes it scares me because it, you slap too hard, and it, I'm scared it's gonna hurt. Uh, but she's like, but I know that you like it, and also it makes me feel kind of good because you think I'm sexy or whatever, and you're slapping me on the ass. But I think that guys have always thought that girls like it, you know, like your girlfriend or your wife, not like some random person. Obviously, that's not okay, and that's you know, consent slap in the butt. It's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Fucking canceled for this. But I think guys think that like, yeah, girls like it. we'll give them a little slap in the ass, but it's not true. What do you like getting slapped in the ass? Um, are we talking like a random, like you're walking through the kitchen yes. and as you pass by, you slap her? <laughs> not, not like during sex, because I think I do actually okay, think I just, that. I to, yeah, because I do think women I do enjoy it during this. sex. Yeah, yeah, no, just like a re- yes. like a casual ass sure. slap. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? When when guys have done that to me in the past, like I almost find it as like a, uh not term of endearment, but like an action of endearment yeah. because it just, I feel like guys do that with each other, like on the baseball field <laughs> or whatever it is. I just feel like it's just a little like love tap, like a little, uh, like you're part of the team. Show, show a little uh, endearment there. <laughs> that would, I wouldn't say it turns me on, but yeah. I'm like, Oh, that's so funny. You, you picture it. It's like, you're one of you're like, you're like, you're part of the team. <laughs> Yeah, but again, a good way, actually. Yeah, like you hit a good ground roll double or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> got an RVI. Not, not, <laughs> totally. but, but I think that like if there are any guys listening to this, I think, oh, I was shocked. Oh, you don't find, that doesn't, I think I always thought that turned you on. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. But no, not at all. And you know what? That's what all that life's about, just learning about each other, you know? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I saw that uh, Megan Fox and MGK got a cat recently. I don't know oh, if you saw wow. that. And there's this picture. Maybe, and we'll maybe we'll show it on the Instagram. It's a picture of like them holding up the cat. I'm sitting there being like, I feel like they're about to like sacrifice this cat to some Norse oh, god that I've never no. heard of. Don't it's just, say that. They just freak me out. I have to be honest with you. I think that they like drink each other's blood. And mm-hmm. I think I think they actually do that. I gotta see what their basement looks like. There's gotta be a pentagram <laughs> down there, you know. There's got uh-huh. some druid shit. There's some cloaks that I need to know about, you know. Mm-hmm. There's like bones of an owl that they use to foresee the future or something. Well, uh, MGK's on a couple of these South American festivals that Miley's playing, so maybe I can do some yeah some recon, get some intel. Yeah, you know they got a weird basement, you know. Probably, yeah. Uh, probably. Do you have a fake name when you go to hotels and stuff? Yes. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you? I do, but it's not because I thought that I needed one. And I'll, t- okay. I'll, tell, the, I'll tell the story, okay? <laughs> so I was at brunch yesterday, and my brother was like, who the fuck is tr- the n- <laughs> 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 Well, 
that's that's a, that's a good one. That's that's my fake name. And why is that your fake name? So there's a story for this. And he's like, of course, you got a fucking story for everything. So tell me how you came up with this name. So I was like, well, there's a guy in high school named I thought was very cool. And he was a little bit older enough than us. And he surfed and, you know, like he smoked weed. And I thought he was cool. I always thought that that name was cool in my mind. And then when I went to college, they'd be like, hey, everyone needs to go get your yearbook picture taken. I was in the journalism department. So I was one of the first people I worked in the journalism building. So I was one of the first people to go get my picture taken for the yearbook. Right. Mm -hmm. So I went there, took my picture, whatever. Five days go by. I'm smoking pot with some of my buddies. And they're like, oh, man, we forgot to go take our yearbook picture. We got to go up to get the yearbook picture taken. It was like the last day to do it. Everyone was going up and I was like, well, I want to go take my yearbook picture. And they're like, well, you've already took your yearbook picture. So you don't get to take your yearbook picture again. Bullshit. I'm so old. Back then you would go there. They would give you a slip of paper. You'd write your name, your major and where you're from. And that was all the information that they needed to put me in a yearbook. Right. So I went back with all my buddies and I filled out from Fairbanks, Alaska, majoring in film. Oh, wow. And so if you go to that yearbook, find it. No, you're in there twice. I'm in there twice. Once as well as and once as did. But I tell that story, tell this story. So when we moved, you know, Sarah does have a fake name, justifiably so. When we moved, we didn't want people to know where we moved to because that's eh, kind of creepy, right? Mm -hmm. So she was like, hey, I think it's time for you to now have a fake name for if you're think having things sent to the house because we don't want people to know where we've moved to. Fair enough. Well, what's your name going to be? And I was like, oh, I got a perfect one. <laughs> well, I got a name. I'm dusting this one off in the 2006 yearbook from Ole Miss, baby. It's insane. Anyways, what's yours? I'll bleep it out, but I want to know what yours is. Mine's Why is that? Well, I've always wanted to be an obby. <laughs> Does Miley have like multiple? Multiple. Yeah. My mom's, what's her most recent one? Miley always gives my mom really funny ones. Like, I feel like her most recent one was like, not Pam Anderson, but like a play on Pamela yeah. Anderson. Am Pamberson. <laughs> Miley is always coming up with different ones. She never keeps the same one for too long. Good stuff. Anything else? I think that's all I got. When, you're going to South America soon, huh? Very soon. Yeah. One week. Jealous of you. And I'm pumped. It's going to be hot there. That's nice. Yeah. You got any tunage? I don't know. Music's just really been disappointing me lately. Yeah. Joe Purdy's got a new track out. Let's check out that one. This is a song called A Coyote. Wish I could show you all the things that I've seen. Deserts to the oceans of your wildest dreams. My eyes have taken wonders more than I could bear. So I've had my share. I dreamt that we was walking on the evergreens Hope that you have the way you want to be I'm not a poor man I just moved to Swole Oh, that's some good sad bastard shit right there, baby. Super sad. God, I loved it. I saw Kurt Vile got some new stuff out. You ever get into Kurt Vile? Mm-mm. So weird. I don't remember my first interview I ever did as a radio host, but I remember my last and it was Kurt Vile. And it was a week before I flew to LA to do Bachelor. And he was a great guy. And this is a song called Like Exploding Stones. Thoughts become 
gotta go see batman bro everyone's raving about batman i know i really don't want to go to the movie theater i know i don't either but i i think i, I think i'm waiting until it's out what yeah i think so can't wait yeah i'm waiting <laughs> yeah all right i'm gonna go by myself i used to do that all the time I used, I used to love to go there are two types of people in this world there are people who That's can true. go to movies by themselves and there are people who cannot and I'm a person who loves going to movies by myself. Because I, I don't have to fucking... Nuts. You don't have to talk to anybody afterwards. And, you know, you don't have to like... It's, it's always tough to find the perfect seat with two people. But if there's one person, you can kind of sit well, anywhere. That's what I used to do. I used to go and then I'd watch two movies. And kind of just stay in there. You ever do that? Uh-huh. I have done that before. I want to do that with Spider... Because I haven't seen Spider-Man yet. Yo, yeah. Double feature. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to superhero it up, bro. <laughs> Love that for you. Thanks. All right. Well, is that it? I guess so. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Well. You know what we didn't talk about? What? Did you finish 1883? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. Go Can you hurry? Okay, I'll go watch that right now. Get ready to cry. Oh, man. They're going to hurt more horses? No, but it's going to be sad as fuck. <sighs> God. All right. Cool. Excited for that. Uh, all right, YFT years. We love you. Oh. We gotta do some fuck you very much is maybe next episode. I was thinking that. Yeah. We just had so much mm -hmm. to talk about with all these tell-alls that like, you know, <laughs> next episode. Yeah, for sure. All right, kids, be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.